It's Elite POV. Coming live to your area on Twitch.tv. Let's fucking go! We are your number one place for everything in the world of all elite wrestling. And just remember, when you're with us, you'll always be elite. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Elite POV, where it's scissor time, and you know what that means. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philliam, ah. alongside the draw, Jackie Rodriguez. What is up? Ah. <laughs> what is up? No one saw you do that in the beginning because I thought you were going to start talking, and I didn't transition the screen yet. So Whatever. I'm watching Discord. Ball. I did not drop the ball because how the fuck was I supposed to know this man's going ah, to start the show? <laughs> do better, Kyle. Just do better. Kimmy, I'll turn your camera off. Don't talk to the producer like that. <laughs> oh, start here Jack. we go. God. <laughs> well, hey, I Jackie, mean, what's up? <laughs> what's up? I mean, we're starting off with a bang here. Uh, apparently, Mom, mommy ass is back. Hey, <laughs> you know, for, mommy ass. For those of you who know, so scissor me, mommy ass. I'm sure my parents will be real freaking proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> that wow. Title. You just With- said that on a show your parents watched. <laughs> wow. <laughs> With no I- context whatsoever. <laughs> no context. Uh, the what other did my daughter call herself? <laughs> yeah. The other innocent <laughs> voice on the show, which will slowly corrupt just like Jackie. Uh, Miss Kimmy Sage, what is up? Hi. Nice attire. You fucking Mark. Hold up. Hold up. Can no. I can I pump the brakes? Did you just call her Kimmy Sage? <laughs> yeah. I think the AWF is gonna ask for a season. The Kimmy Sage. That's, that what, that's what you're known to on this show. Kimmy Rollins, Kimmy Sage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I'm gonna talk about my hoodie. So I asked Kyle Mark. if I could change. And Kyle's like, no, you can't change. And then Phil's like, no, you can't change either. So here I am in my Monday night raw sweater. And I don't care what any of you all say, because this hoodie is really comfortable. So, Yo, your Monday Night Raw fans were coming for me today on Twitter. Shout out to Carrie in the chat right now, calling me 900K Philium, because sure as fuck got a lot of replies when I said <laughs> AEW is only for fucking diehard fans. <laughs> Under 900K? Uh, uh, blowing my load on this fucking laptop in my mom's basement. Fuck you, bro. I don't care if four people watched it and the four people are on this show right now Yo, because I gonna say it's still it? the better wrestling I'm gonna say show. It. I'm sorry. Fuck the Fed. <laughs> fuck the Fed. Do I watch the Fed? Yes. Do I watch the Fed? Yes. But at the same time, fuck the yeah, Fed. Yeah, but fuck them. <laughs> fuck the Fed, but I watch hey, the Fed. Hey, right? we say the same thing about oh, AEW too. Oh. It's like sometimes AEW does something wrong. We're like, yeah, well, fuck them, man. <laughs> Listen, it was fuck AEW for a couple months this yeah. summer, but another Phil, who's a fucking asshole, got the fuck up out of there, and now we're back to normal. Everybody's happy again. Now, Kenny Omega's back, kissing goodbye and goodnight, and we're now good. You're, you're in Puerto Rico? I'm in Puerto Rico now, I guess. I don't know. Maybe this is where Santana went. He's healing. There you go. If you guys what saw my Spotify year-end wrap-up, 
four of the five artists I have are Spanish, yet my genre Shocker. was hip hop. <laughs> Explain that one to me. And the other voice you hear is not in Puerto Rico. No. <laughs> Mr. Kyle Masters, what is that? I'm in Canada, eh? Yeah, right? Uh, just living in, living in my igloo right now, man. I got my Mountie. The question outside. that everybody wants to ask outside. you and everybody wants to know, have you started watching Andor? No. <laughs> I told Phil this the other day. I'm like, I it's gotten so bad that I've started rewatching Superstar. And I could be watching Endor <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's really good, man. I, um, I'm listen. I'm behind as well, but I'm like on episode seven, I think. Yeah. And another question I have to ask you: How is the weather up by you? Because we're getting killed with a rainstorm the next week. Uh, it's three degrees below. So freezing. it must be snowing. Yeah, it must be snowing. I've right learned now. not to say Celsius to Americans. So okay, I, yeah, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to go from the freezing level and tell you how many degrees below or how many degrees above it is. <laughs> that requires math. <laughs> I don't do math. Yeah, you, you're, uh, I'm, not, I'm just going to leave. I mean, you're the college student here, so if anybody should be still doing I'm not going to touch that. I'm going to move past Yo, that. I don't take a math class. I take all sports classes. I take sports tests, do sports projects. It is a living the life. I actually applied sports. for graduation the other day, too. So I'm out of here in May. You uh, sports listen. mark, but congratulations. Round of applause. Congratulations. I think I'm the first one out of lead POV to graduate. It is so beautiful. <laughs> did you guys graduate college? I did. Well, I didn't, I I didn't even go. I went one semester, dropped out. What about you, cop? Uh, I went to police college and found out I didn't want to be a cop, so I didn't finish. Thank God. That's why we're friends. Because yeah. Kyle is not a police officer. Yeah, I hate Woo! it. <laughs> Shout out to Mama POV in the chat. Yeah. Thank God. But if it's your first time listening to this craziness, welcome. We do the show every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv slash Elite POV and YouTube.com slash elite pov if you guys want to find us on social media it's at elite pov everywhere if you like what you're hearing like what you're seeing patreon.com slash elite pov if you guys want to support us as seen today on our twitter feed we just announced the new or just showed the new logo to uh kyle and jackie's brand new show that will be coming to youtube with bonus content from that show coming to our patreon me and Kimmy have a show that's coming out soon, so stay tuned for that logo as well. We have our new logo that will debut on the first show of the new year for us, so you want to make sure you pay attention to that. Yeah, we're, and, going, we're going to like a brand approach, if anyone yes. doesn't know. I know like we're, we've yeah. kind of mentioned it. it Elite POV is going to be a main brand here, and we're going to have a lot of other shows mm-hmm. on it. Uh, me and Jackie's show, like Phil said, it will be on YouTube, but if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get it. Uh, we haven't decided either four or five days early. So you'll get to see mm-hmm. these episodes early. Get so make that sure exclusive. you hop on that Patreon train. The Patreon's all going to be revamped. Beginning of 2023 is going to be a whole new look for Elite POV. And uh, thank you for everyone that's here now and anyone new. You're getting on yep. at the right time. Yes. We want to grow this community. I think Kyle and Jackie have a great idea for their show. So make sure you stay tuned to that. That show is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to bring a lot of good just juju to the wrestling community because it, it is fucking awful like 99 percent of the time so um we're definitely excited about that and we do have merchandise as well as the new kind of approach to the brand we will be having some new shirts go up there and reworking that website as well that is shop elite we have fixed the link everything is working everything is good so make sure you guys head on over there if you guys want to support us if not we should we appreciate subs 
cheers, anything for the people who are watching live. Or if you just want to drop a subscribe on YouTube, we're trying to get those numbers up to try to deliver you guys better content on YouTube as well. So it is free. Drop a follow, drop a subscribe on any of our platforms. We definitely really appreciate that. But I want to jump into a great episode of, I was about to say Elite POV, a great episode <laughs> of AW Dynamite that happened this week. The first thing we got to talk about Oof, there's a few things. I think it's 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 the <laughs> it's the picture of the show. It's the first thing you guys are gonna see oh, okay. when it comes to this episode. And I thought it, we were gonna go into other things, like some other non dynamite stuff that's been said that people may wanna have hear our opinion on. Oh, you know what? You're right. Let's start there. Yeah. Oh hey. boy. Start it off. Hey yo. Uh, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> oh god. We're starting off hot. Everyone's favorite person in the wrestling. I don't, I don't have enough alcohol for this. Um, what the hell, man? Uh, some of the comments he made this week, and then some. I don't know. Uh, there's two things. One, I think, like he said, two things. One, which I didn't really like, which had nothing to do with Regal. The other one was about Regal, but I. <sighs> I don't want to say here. The the whole Regal situation. Okay. I have no input on it right now. I don't want to have an input on it. I don't want to say what I'm thinking. Because, Kimmy, don't do that. Because I honestly think no one knows. And the only people that know are Regal and Tony Khan. And if he is going back to the Fed, Triple H. Those are the only people that actually know. Because it's been so fucking back and forth the last week. It's three years. It's one year. Oh, it's three years, but he has a clause. Oh, it's only two weeks. Like, there's been so many different stories with William Regal that I don't want to, I don't believe any source out there right now. Until it fucking happens and I see it on my TV, then I'll believe it. I'm at that point with the whole William Regal situation. And honestly, anytime I see someone talking about it on Twitter, I instantly just log off Twitter. I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to see it anymore. I'm so sick and tired of this situation. I'm like, oh, you got they, they such a bad job writing him off TV. We don't even know if he's been written off TV. We don't know what he's leaving. We don't. We're basing it off people like inside sources. We don't know. Those sources could be insiders are the worst. I swear to God. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so sick and tired of it. And look, well, the good goes, thing is, if he goes back, right? Kimmy was right. Okay. But if he doesn't go back, he stays and we're happy. You know what? I'd be happy for him either way. Yeah. My opinion is that I think it's a big dropped ball if Regal goes. But at the same time, it's like, if that's his, if that's what he wants to do. It's not like Tony Khan's going to chain him to a chair and say, you can't leave. He's going to let him go. Maybe. We don't know what Tony Khan's yeah, into. But they don't do that here. This is, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> he ain't Vince. <laughs> He's not going to be like, oh, well, Regal, actually, you weren't on TV for this amount of your contract, so we're going to add these days to your contract. <laughs> That's not a thing here. No. It, it just it, it, it pisses me right the fuck off. And, and what was the other thing that Melcher said that, got everyone going nuts 
Adam Page. He wanted more. Context. Oh yeah, the context. That I'm like, I that and that led to. I mean, that ultimately led to oh, Phil's tweet. Boy. <laughs> so, let's talk about it, right? So I made a tweet earlier, and maybe I should bring it up so I could read the exact words. Okay. So I'm just filling time until I find the tweet. You know it's here. Deep. I tweet a lot. We're getting deep. Getting exact deep. Quote, guys. The exact quote that I said. A lot of I'm tweets about Andor today. Okay. <laughs> a lot of tweets about Andor. <laughs> Making fun of people. I'll start it this okay. weekend. I'll, I'll, All right, I'll I got it. I got it. Wait. Did you must interfere again? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it says AEW is not for casual fans. If you don't know a story, it's your job to go back and figure it out. That's why it's the alternative. It's for the diehards who pay attention and watch every week. So, yeah, they didn't give more context to Mox and Hangman because we already knew. So here's what I meant by that. If you were watching every week, which they would assume you are, you already know what's going on. So you're not a part of this conversation. As far as the people who responded to that with the 900K, whatever, if you are a new viewer and you turn on a show midway through, you're like, I don't know what's going on. So what do you do? You do research. You go back. You look online. You ask a friend who maybe watches every week. You can ask us. We do a show every week, right? There's the, the community's out there. It is an easy Google search away. You can figure it out, whether it's on Elevation or Dark or the Rampage that fucking is probably the worst Rampage ever booked. And I don't care if every match is 10 stars. And you could pay me to watch that shit. It's like Chinese torture with the fucking dropping the, the water on your fucking head. No, can't do it. All right. But what I'm saying is, this, this thing of, like, we have to make shows for casuals, right? Somebody commented and was like, well, it's about the casuals. No, it's not. WWE does that. And that's their game. That is how they book. That's how they will always book. And that's fine. They're very, very good at what they do, right? But if another company does what WWE does, it's just a ripoff and it's not as good. And we don't want to see that. I don't want to see Dustin Rhodes out there every week or fucking Jeff Jarrett or these old timers because that's who the casuals know. No, I want to see the new faces and the new people so that when you turn on, you go, wow, the elite and death triangle. I don't know who any of these guys are. Let me go back and find out who they are. That's how I got into Kenny after seeing him with uh, wrestle that match against Okada at wrestle kingdom. The first time they fought. And then you go in and you go back and you watch the old stuff. If you're a diehard wrestling fan, that's what you do. This isn't right. crazy talk. Because NXT was made for diehard fans, too. NXT would take four weeks of television in yeah. two nights, sometimes one night, but mostly two nights, and then they would air over four weeks. So whatever wasn't recorded, they didn't go back and go, hey, before the four weeks this happened. They assumed you were watching, and if you weren't, when it was important, they'll go back. Like, I'm sure that when Moxley and Hangman finally face-to-face -face actually have a real fight, there'll be a promo package, and we'll see – when Hangman got the concussion in the ring. They were just in a now, feud. Like, yeah. why does Meltzer yeah, act like he didn't know what was going on? <laughs> it, it, and, and from what I heard, right, I'm not the best at listening to commentary, right, after the years of having JR mess everything up. I'm not the best at listening to commentary, so I phased him out a lot. But from what I hear, everybody's telling me, because I'm listening to people, is Excalibur call people up. You have to listen to the commentary. You have to listen to the cues, and you have to go into it as a, a, as a super fan, that's what these shows are booked for. And then as far as booking in general, I saw people complaining about the trios match. Like we know it's seven and we know it's wrestling. 
So it's probably most likely going to go segment seven. So, like, just enjoy a great match. It's fucking free television. If you don't like it, you could turn it off. But instead, they're giving us these high-level matches that are, like, one better than the other every week for free. And people are still complaining about it. And Melter's a fucking idiot because he's doing that just to pop his audience. Because Melter, of course, watches every week because he reports on it every week. So he knows what's going on. He's just trying to, to, to gain like interest in his audience to have us fighting amongst each other to build his ratings up. Cause everyone's going to talk about him. Everyone's going to tag that clip that he put up and it just gets him more of a rating, which is stupid. I mean, it's good on his part, but it's also something that we don't do here. We're, we're not trying to clickbait you guys. We're not like, we're not trying to pop a rating. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're fuck, not doing right? that. We're fans just like you. We're not better than any of you guys. Right. No matter what the new ending of the show is going <laughs> to say. Okay. But like we, <laughs> we're in this together so let's enjoy it right it's, it's just one of those things i don't know but what do you think kimmy as a new person on the show have to deal with this bullshit every week now so i'll say a couple things so the first thing i'll say is i actually used Meltzer in an example in one of my classes a month ago because we were talking about unethical reporters and i was like oh my god i have the perfect person let's talk about dave Meltzer. and my teacher literally like googled dave Meltzer, put it up on the smart board and he was like oh my god this guy's so stupid and i go yeah this is what we have to deal with every week so thank you for feeling our sympathy and pain i appreciate thank it. you mrs so smith I- I don't know your teacher's name yes. is. Um, it's a dude, and it's my advisor. Mr. Smith. But, you know, my bad. It's, Mr. It's, Mr. Smith. I mean, you know, I can't be sure, so I, I'm not going to judge. Yeah. No, I know. But the other thing I will say, too, is, like, I didn't watch Dynamite until tonight because I was at basketball on Wednesday, and I had the live stats, like, you know, up on the tablet where I was working, which is a whole other issue, but whatever. So uh, when I saw that Hangman returned, I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Like, what a perfect way for Hangman to come back because the last match was with Moxley, and then he got hurt, and we didn't really get a finish. So this is, like, their continuation. So I was like, this makes so much sense. So when you guys told me that Meltzer was complaining, I was like, this guy is so stupid, but he's, like, the most respectful not respected but like most well-known like wrestling journalist and i'm like how the hell is he complaining about this where it makes perfect sense for like why this is happening and the last thing i'll say about regal is it doesn't matter if i'm right or wrong like if i'm right that's amazing if not i don't care but i will say the thing i did here is that it's a one-year deal and that they offered him his old job back as um vp of scouting so if that's which is if, which if i don't believe until i see it doing. don't believe until i see I it was I, just I, but, but but my thing is like it, it's it's just like it, it's Meltzer and like listen we love Fightful here we love the work that they do especially Sean Ross Sapp mm-hmm. and he's Sean Ross never tweets stuff like that right that's why I love the guy that's why I'm a Patreon for Fightful but like when it comes to Meltzer in my opinion unless he's breaking news quotation marks for the audio listeners I don't care what he has to say I don't want to hear your weekly thoughts on the product because clearly. Everything you do is, like, in the gimmick of you're, like, this dirt cheat guy. And you're, like, the guy, right? So, like, if you're not talking about this backstage stuff, then I don't care. So, uh, they didn't give enough context. Fuck you. You don't give enough context when you don't uh, cite your sources. And then your information ends up being They did. They did. Remember the They gave remember. enough. Remember the thing, too, when he was like, oh, my God, I'm breaking this huge WWE scoop. And it was literally like the press conference to announce Reigns and Paul. And he was like, this is going to be game changing. I was like, what is so game changing? It's all clickbait media, which is, yet again, Floyd said it best in the chat. He said it earlier. And I'm like, it's true. 
wrestling is a TV show. You don't tune in half like a new TV show in the season four, episode six, and be like, yeah. oh, they didn't give me enough context of what happened. <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> it, it, and, and I get it's right. wrestling, right? It, it's constantly changing. The storylines are changing. People are doing this. People are doing that. But it's kind of the fun of it, right? The fun of wrestling is not knowing what's going on and giving you kind of inspiring you to go back and, and learn, right? What do you think, Jackie? Well, I mean, a lot has already been said that I can kind of just piggyback off of at this point, but you guys know that it's very rare for me to like get super heated off of some wrestling banter that's going on. But I immediately came into the group chat and was just like, I got to go off on this because this to me is the dumbest shit ever. And we were like, go off queen. (laughs) because honestly like wrestling is the only show that i can think of the only weekly episodic series in which it's held to this kind of standard where it's expected to give context on a weekly basis yes when you have like a show like a game of thrones or something like that they're going to give you a previously on in the beginning of an episode just to kind of like brief you on what you may have missed from like last week's episode or something like that just to give you a little bit of context when has wrestling ever done that and it's just like why are we now at this stage of the game like he's been in the business for how long you know that wrestling is not the type of show to do that why are you expecting Excalibur, like I said, is Excalibur going to do his auctioneer style rant and just say, oh, my God, hey, man, Adam Page is coming out here because in Philadelphia last year, he pushed a, he's the one that pushed Moxley off the ladder. And then there's the context of the freaking feud in the beginning of the feud. And then about a month ago there, the, the you know, uh, Moxley and Hangman had a match and Hangman was concussed. And this is like, you know, and he's coming back for revenge. But like he's supposed to do that in the context of like, what, 30 seconds to give people the entire freaking history of their feud? No, it's your responsibility that if you're tuning in for the first time and you have zero context of the feud and you're interested and you're like, hey, this is kind of cool. I want to know more about this. Then you go back and you try to like research and you find out more about it. It's really that simple. So to say like, oh, this is completely garbage because, you know, they really didn't do a good job explaining when he just kind of gave enough context. You know, I'm like, what? where is the logic and it's and it's that absence of logic for somebody that has been in this industry for that long that just like it just throws me and it just boggles my mind and this is somebody that's supposed to be as respected you know and revered in this you know as in this industry and has such and has such a platform and says things like this that i'm like you know i guess everybody you know is entitled to an opinion but just like when the opinion is so like out of left field like that it's just like where where's the justified and then god forbid somebody like you comes out and tweets about it and you know has has some type of you know context and opinion about it then everybody wants to come out and you know give you the third degree but i'm like where was that third degree for the original yeah, opinion behind it it's just it's very it's nonsensical at this point the whole thing is like and it's one of my pet biggest pet peeves in life is when people aren't logical in the way that they look at things right so mm-hmm. wwe is the casual fan celebrity they want to make as much news as possible company so when roman reigns fights logan paul it's not shocking that's what wwe does and it's at a saudi show it all makes sense. Like, that's what the company does. You could love it. You could hate it. That is who they are. Triple H is in power. A lot of us, including myself, thought, 
huge changes. No, the WWE is still the WWE. There'll be a little bit of changes here and there where he can, but for the most part, it's a giant company, whatever. AEW is a company that from day one has been the BTE company. And for people who don't understand that, a lot of these storylines come from BTE or are filtered through BTE. And yes. that's the point. The whole, everything that has ever happened with the Dark Order happened on BTE first. So if they're doing storylines like that from a YouTube show, and especially like you see with like the Eddie Kingston stuff, or we're now Kip Sabian and Alex Reynolds on Dark, or they're they're using Dark to build up Athena and Mercedes, and they're not even putting it on Dynamite. They're doing stuff like that, like on YouTube shows. This company, that is the company model, like, you can watch Dynamite every week and have a great time because at face value, it's an incredible show every week. But if you want to dig deeper, there's all these other avenues that will improve the product that you're watching on Wednesdays. And that's AEW's business model from day one. So to bitch and moan that they're not giving you enough, enough context is only your fault. It's like, because like I didn't even know all the stuff that Carrie was telling me earlier that Kimmy and yeah. Jackie were just saying. But like I still enjoyed it. Fair. Well, you compared to Star Wars, it, it, right? You watch yeah. the main movies, right? But if you want more context, you watch yeah. the TV shows. Yeah, or you read the books, yeah, or you yeah. do this. And, like, you have experts in the field. And, and and I know wrestling is fake and all this stuff, but it's a TV show. And it is a property. And if there are experts and historians in the field that you can go to, and unlike these giant properties like Star Wars, these people are your friends. These people are on social media tweeting every day. They don't have to be Meltzer. They could be Carrie. They could be Jackie. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Just not Kimmy, though, because she's a mark. <laughs> I am not a mark. We're so all marks, mean. You see this fucking no. hat I'm wearing? Mark. You see the hat I'm wearing? Am... I'm representing AEW. That's me right here. Uh, I'm I number see, one mark. Shirt? I'm a mark yeah. for my own. You're a mark from Nork. Yeah, Kimmy, what AEW merch do you have on? Um, I have my Grand Slam chair that I'm sitting uh. on. Uh, Good point. Yeah. Okay, fair. You fair win enough, this battle. You win this battle for now. You rich kid who has the fucking chair. <laughs> That's not my fault. Yo, you have two of them. I do. Just you want to sell me one? Cool. <laughs> um, we'll how much? We'll talk we'll after talk. the show. <laughs> we'll talk business well, after the show. Well, funny enough, full gear. There were two guys that came up to me and my dad asking for our full gear chairs, and one of them was like, "I'll give you seventy bucks." I was like, "My chair is not worth seventy dollars." Seventy dollars. First of all, first of all, talking about oh, you're walking up to a father and what looks like his 10-year-old daughter, and you're trying to take her chair away from her? <laughs> no, That's someone yelled at me. Someone yelled at me. Like, the second people that came up to us, because I said, oh, we're not selling them. And the guy was like, I wasn't talking to you. And I go, it's my chair. Who do you think you're talking to? Wow. So I was Listen, fighting people Kimmy, in New Jersey. Kimmy, Kimmy has not only herself gotten in trouble, but as we found out on Dynamite, and Kyle, we can go back to other news if there is, but I want to talk about this now. Kimmy got a certain group of women in trouble, and Jade referenced the situation on Dynamite this week. It's the Jade Championship celebration. She talks about the baddies still hanging out with Kira Hogan, who were hanging out with Kimmy at Russell Cade this past weekend. I'm just saying, Kimmy, what do you have to say for yourself? You're bad influence, look, Kimmy. Look, 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 look. Okay, you know, I talked this out. I found out the baddie problems. I was on a mission this past weekend. My job was to find out the problems. And they don't have a beef with each other. They have a beef with Jade. 
because Jane is the one that fired Kiera. Layla and Red Velvet didn't fire Kiera. So the problem is with Jade and Kiera. So when they decide to settle that beef, then maybe we could all have a nice family reunion. But we had a great time at WrestleCade, by the way. I'm I'm glad that Jade referenced us. <laughs> but um, you us, know. because of course, Kimmy, if you guys don't follow Kimmy on social media, she's been dubbed the little baddie. So little I'm baddie. Wow. I am little a baddie. fourth. I am little the fourth. You're a little shit <laughs> disturber. That's what you are. You're, you're <laughs> starting <laughs> shit in this group here. Listen, God, you're, a little sh- you're a little thing. shit. That's who you are. <laughs> no, no, Nyla Rose said the same thing to me. She almost put you through a she, table. <laughs> I know. And then she'd throw on my face. Like, I couldn't win at WrestleCade. But yeah, um, Jade, get your shit together with Kiara Hogan. Then maybe, yeah, you I know. I wouldn't be t- calling maybe out Jade. I was about to say, don't be calling out Jade. You already got it from Nyla. I wouldn't get it from Jade. She's like, yeah, Jade, Jade will rip you limb, limb from limb. That's like David and Go- That's like the actual David and Goliath when you guys stand next to each other. <laughs> Listen. She's fighting like, with my people. Yeah. You gotta have to defend them because uh it looks like we're getting further with this Bow Wow Jade thing. Now, me and Kyle, we were talking about it as we were watching it live with Jackie. And it's one of those things where it's like, I know Sasha's a long shot, right? Yeah. But like, what if it was? So like, you know, like <laughs> we're connecting the pieces because Bow Wow is Snoop Dogg's cousin or nephew or something, hence Bow Wow being his rap name. And Sasha's also his cousin. So Bow Wow keeps saying, I'm going to I'm gonna bring somebody. I'm going to see you soon. Obviously, Bow Wow's not going to fight Jade. They haven't done uh, intergender wrestling in this company yet. I doubt that Bow Wow versus Jade is going to be the headlines that this company wants. No. So, Kyle, do you, are you with me? Do you think maybe it's... we get the, the legit – what does she sell? Um, like we, is it, CBD. CBD. The legit CBD seller. <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's so tough, right? Because like, if a couple of things weren't happening in the next couple of months, I'd probably say yes for sure. But I'm still on the couple of percentage train because, you know, Rumble's around the corner. Mania's around the corner. Who knows what's going on with her? Uh, there's all that rumor talk of like, you know, January is going to be like, the contract end date that she currently has with WWE. And that's when we're going to get it. I mean, they could long build this Bow Wow and Jade thing up until then. And it could, I mean, it'd be really cool in the end. It'd be really, really cool. If, if, if this leads to Mercedes coming into AW, which would be a massive, massive mat. Like it's, it's just as big as when punk came into the company. It would if be, not yes. bigger, like it's, it, she is a massive star currently mm-hmm. one of the best women's wrestlers out there and a massive star in Disney right now. And among other things, she is a really, really big name. It would be really cool. I think it'd be as big as Hogan going to WCW. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's one of those things of like, oh, you left that company to come here. And like, what if that's, I mean, right now Jade's at what? 46. What if she's yeah, about to get that. the 50 and it's Mercedes and she doesn't get the 15 drops a belt to mercedes like that would Maybe. be a really cool story and again it, it, it's it's a long shot but it's a really cool idea i do i just it's weird if they do what they're doing right now and it leads to like bow introducing kiera and it's like okay sure that's cool for kiera and she's getting the shot but like it's like it's like what we've we've seen the show with. it's like a deflated balloon it's like like it's just you you, you don't get you're like oh you know what like everyone's reaction is not gonna be like oh it's gonna be uh 
Yeah, the best thing in that case is if they if they extend it long enough, maybe Sasha debuts in WWE. So by the time they bring out somebody, people aren't expecting Sasha because she's already. I don't know. That's what you would have what to do, do you because that, if not, it's you're the most logical one here. <laughs> no, I mean it's like when you get into all this fantasy booking situations and stuff like that. Theoretically, it all sounds like so exciting to think about the prospect because. That would be really major because she comes across as somebody that would be like a WWE lifer. She's a major star over there. She's always, you know, been showcased very well. She her her fans are freaking rabid, as we all know. So it, anywhere that she goes, people are gonna follow her, and she's gonna have that star power with her no matter where she shows up. But all this back and forth just always leads me to believe that she's headed back home so to speak but if we were just you know thinking in terms of the theoreticals and stuff like that that would be a huge a huge freaking way to get the bell off of jade and it's almost like the way that they've built up jade's reign and all of the opponents that she's had and everybody that she's destroyed in her wake who at this point can you get to take the freaking belt off of her? I mean, there have been the rumblings of like, okay, well, maybe they're waiting for Statlander. Statlander is probably going to be out for another four to six months at this yeah. rate. So it's like, what do you do in the interim? Like, how long can you possibly drag this out to give Jade a believable opponent to, to take the belt off of her? So in a perfect world, if a Mercedes were to show up, that would be like a no-brainer. But... I just, I really like in my heart of hearts, I just don't see it happening. I think that's the thing too, is like when you really think of like all the female free agents out there right now, it's really just her and Naomi. Like there's Tegan, but did Tegan fix her visa issues? Is she going to be, yeah, is she going to be one of the ones to go back? So I think that's the other thing you have to take into consideration too. There's not a lot of female big name free agents out there left. So if it's not Mercedes, then who is the one because i think we can so all agree she's not getting to 50. so we had ascended and ant in the chat shout out to ant talking about forfeiting the belt and going for the women's title kind of like the way that um impact wrestling does the thing which i don't like i know you no. said it kimmy I, I don't like it yeah kimmy, i don't know like you it. said it we just don't like i it. don't <laughs> i don't like it because it, it's she's the first ever champion and she has given this belt so much prestige with attaching her undefeated streak and her rising star to it. So wrestling goes the way wrestling goes. You make a star, you use that star to create another star. So use Jade that you've built over a year now, two years, to become this unbeatable performer to put over someone else. Obviously, we would love it to be Mercedes. Obviously, I would love it even more if it was someone like Chris Statlander. But like Jackie says, who knows when she's coming back? It's her second knee injury you know, in the last three years. So maybe four to six months, maybe more. We don't know, right? Um, and the way, like, Athena turned heel, so it's not going to be her. And there's just a lot of moving pieces. Ruby's back, and she's feuding with Ty. So maybe Ruby, I don't know. But there's all this stuff that's going on. I think I we're just missing think one, when, if, depending on where she, their direction she's going to go with, Soraya. Soraya, Soraya yeah, or, or Britt herself. Right, I I think I, that that's that's long term. There, that's gonna be a long term wait. I, we know hater. Oh, Adam Brit. was saying maybe Willow. Willow would be great. 
But the whole thing, I think, at the end of this is it is clear that they are slowly breaking the baddies up because Jade does not need them anymore. And the baddies as their own entity is cool. And great. They're great TV. You have three interesting women. Layla Gray came in as is kind of like a stand-in. And I think she's done a great job at the the little opportunities that she has, but she definitely fits in right away with them, right? We we see how popular they are at the convention scene because they're three beautiful women. So it's like you use that on television. I see Red Velvet's a great wrestler. Yeah. Kira Hogan's a great wrestler. I it's haven't a seen Layla Gray wrestle that much, but she's a decent wrestler yeah. as of right now. So it's like you could tell that great story, but can they get Kira Hogan? to the popularity that she had when no. she was in impact wrestling, even if she, she was her, like one of the biggest stars there. People are not going to, I, 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 as much as she's talented, I can't see people just like you're too far into Jade's title run to hand it off yeah. to like a Kier Hogan yeah. or someone that hasn't been built up. Cause it's yeah. right now it's gotta be a very big star. Someone who's already established someone who's already a big name or what? Like it can't be anybody else. There's no other, there's no other, other pick. It's someone who has a name like a Mercedes or a Soraya or a Britt Baker. It's one of those three. You can't lose it. Or Stat- I know Statlander would be there, but again, her injury is. I highly doubt they're just gonna play around until Statlander's back. Like, cause Jay's just gonna keep falling yeah. down the the popularity ladder. As much as she is a big star, it's just like we saw the segment it's this week. Like it was great, but like yeah. the crowd wasn't a hundred percent invested yeah. in it. It's just like she'll Oscar. run out of people. Yeah. When it gets to a point where you're like, it's so predictable that they're going to win, that you could miss it. I'll go up to the bathroom now. We saw it at All Out. I'm not All Out. At full gear, we talked about it. And it's really sad. But the other thing that came out of Dynamite this week, it's got a lot of people talking. And that is, of course, Jeff Jarrett tonight. MJF. No. <laughs> MJF changing the belt to the big blueberry belt. Blueberry. Or Burberry belt, not blueberry. <laughs> That big ass purple belt, <laughs> big ass blueberry belt. No, big ass Burberry belt. Can you tell that I'm one of the pores that MJF talks about? I don't even know <laughs> one of the pores. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. the, the disgusting pores. Yeah, the disgusting pores. That's disgusting pores. I'm one of them because I messed the name up. That's but Jackie, what do you think of this new belt design? Are you loving it? Do you think it's the perfect thing to give a heel MJF to kind of piss people off and then also talk about the, all the regal stuff with? How we attack them. Man. So, I mean, in terms of the the belt itself, it is perfection in the sense that it is horribly obnoxious and it suits him because it's like, I mean, it was so predictable in a sense. Like, you knew as soon as they pulled that that cover off of it, it was going to be a Burberry belt. There was no other way to go with it. And as soon as I saw it, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's just, it's it's so bad looking. It's well done, but it's bad looking. And I'm like, it's just MJF being the the obnoxious heel that he is. It works. It works for him. Um, and I already can't wait till somebody beats him for it so that they can go back to the old one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw a comment on Twitter. That popped the hell out of me. Somebody was like, I'm surprised they didn't put a spinner on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. That would have been hilarious. But but no, like this, this whole segment, um, I'll get I'll get the cons out of the way first. And the only con that I will Which say cons? is the Nick and Tony cons. The Nick and Tony con that I was about to say <laughs> that MJF loves to talk about and loves to throw the you know, he loves to throw that Nick con reference out there. Um, the only con that I'll say 
is that MJF, and I don't know if it's because he's still, like, you know, as good as he is, he's still a young guy and he's still trying to find his footing. I think that his segment could stand to be about five minutes shorter mm -hmm. um, and he could still say exactly what he needs to say in just to, like, condense it a little bit because it does run a little bit longer. And I'm like, it's it's dragging. And I know that, like, you know, people could argue, like, oh, well, he's a heel. He's going to take up as much time as he feel like feels like he needs to. And he's just going to, like, you know, piss people off in that sense. But I was like, no, he's doing a little bit too much. But Well, dude, here's a quick question. Do you think that when people who have earned the right to go out there and cut a promo without, like, like a Jericho or I'm sure Punk could do it or a Moxley or somebody, like, they go, like, yo, you got to hit three points and when you hit the three points that's when we know to wrap up do you think that mjf kind of has that liberty where it's like it's a 10 minute window right we want you mm -hmm. to do it in seven but if as long as you hit your three points you could go from seven to ten do you think maybe that because it, it seemed like he got kind of flustered with the crowd not reacting fully to it at first and then he was like oh yeah regal i forgot to tell you you know like do you feel like he was kind of like winging it out there there's almost like if I were to like compare it to something, there's something like in like a like a theatrical sense, like the pause for reaction. And he does it a little too long. Like he goes and he stops between pauses and it's not like a pause, like he's thinking about what he's going to say next. It's just like he's dragging it out for dramatic effect, but he's doing it too long. And so it sounds like he's just kind of just dragging it out for the sense of just dragging it. And it comes across as just like, all right, buddy, I need you to like get your cues, a like get them a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. And he can, he can execute it because he has done it in the past where he's in his rhythm and he's getting to the point a lot faster and it's coming across very, very concise. This one just felt like it felt long. So that was my only that was my only complaint about it but um i just like the fact that he came he, did you guys notice that when he came out he threw his gum at a kid like he literally <laughs> yeah, took hilarious. gum out of Fantastic. his mouth and freaking threw it at it he found the child hilarious. and threw it at him yeah. i'm like you, sound, hey, you like, see the dad get kid. mad like the kid's father get mad like I'm bro like, you, like, again, you, are you, you know new what here are you new here? It's just it's like, like the people that complain at the meet and greets when MGF does something like that. Like, you know what you're paying for. Don't be stupid. You think the dad would, went on Twitter and was like, I wish they would have gave me more context yeah. and told me that <laughs> MGF is a bad boy. You know what? I agree with well, Meltzer. <laughs> but, um, but no, I'm like, you know, but MJF, he did a good job because he got his, uh, he got his heat back because for, uh, you know, for about a month there leading up into the, actual match with moxley a lot of people were like behind him and cheering him and stuff like that so the lines were getting blurred a little bit but the shut the fuck up chants were back in full force so i'm like good you're getting your you know you're getting it back around and um of course uh they alluded back to and this was another thing i i hate to go back to it and i'm not gonna like go fully into it but the melter thing where he said uh they turned mjf heel he's always been healed like yeah wait come on now it's like it's just like he's been again the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing that he you know convincing the world he didn't exist so but, but coming, even then right we're talking about going deeper if you watch the press conference after mjf turned quotation to back heel in it by saying you stupid idiots thought 
that I was sincere and being this good guy for the last couple of weeks. Yes. I'm like, so, um, and just the way that they tied back into the whole email that Regal sent and, you know, how he blew him off and let him down. But then it's like, it goes back to the email where he's like, I can help you if you need it. And, you know, let go of the, uh, the dynamite diamond and trade it in for the grabbing the brass ring and that, which, you know, became the brass knuckles. And uh, in turn became his demise because he turned his back to MJF and he got the old one, two and Regal's down for the count. And uh, if that's how he's going to be ridden off television and potentially, potentially, Kimmy, <laughs> be, uh, <Thank> you. <laughs> be written out of the company, then that was uh, an interesting send off. They had Danielson come out and do the very convincing uh, acting. With I think that's a seed planted. Know. You know, the whole, oh, me too. you know, the, the sorrowful, like concern. Danielson came out with one shoe on. Yeah. Like it was legit. Like he, he came out there at a moment's notice when the ambulance with him. Um, but yeah, MJF came around full, full heel again and let the world know exactly what he is. And that's a giant piece of shit. And I love it. Yeah. Kyle, talk about your favorite line of the night from Tony Schiavone that popped you huge. <laughs> God, cause I was. <laughs> I was watching, but like the same time, like we're just kind of just waiting for the segment to be finished and him going on a stretcher and then moving on. And, you know, you're, you're watching the screen at the same time. You're not watching the screen. And then all of a sudden, all I hear Tony Schiavone go, man, we got to do something about this piece of shit. I'm like, what? I'm like, this, like this was on air. I looked at to make sure they didn't think they were in commercial already. I'm like, oh no, this was meant to be said. It threw Kyle, me right like, off. Was he was crying laughing yeah, Kyle for at least crying. a good 60 yeah. seconds after I remember that. Kyle hears things and sees things like a couple of seconds before us. So I, he was like, oh, my God, wait till you guys hear it. <laughs> so there was like a five-second delay, and then we heard it. <laughs> it was messed up. But anyways, it was, so it was uh, an interesting segment. Uh, I agree with Jack. It could have been a little shorter. Felt a little bit too long. They probably could have cut some pieces out and kind of done that a little faster. Um it was, uh, I like the the ending too. I like that he played back into the promo battle that they both had. And I think the seed planted with Danielson was great. Obviously, that's probably going to be a big feud, probably going maybe into Revolution. Maybe mm -hmm. they're, they've planted the seed now because it's all about long-term storytelling in this company. Could be Revolution, could be, hell, could be even double or nothing. They stretch these stories big and the payoffs are always nice. So that'd be cool. Um that would be cool if Danielson's the one that dethroned MGF too. I know it's good. You know, everyone ultimately wants Wardlow, but an in-between story until we get there, a Danielson feud is also really cool. Um, but uh, it's it's so weird that if this was a write-off, I don't know. I I know they had to do something because of what they did at the pay-per-view, but it's like you it's like you didn't know the pay-per-view. That he was gonna leave, yeah. So then, why even do that turn at the pay per view? You know what I mean? Like, why couldn't they just? He just, you know, just been disappointed it was in, weird. Uh, and just it been, was a weird timing. I mean, just no. have been disappointed at the pay per view and then walked out, and then we didn't see him again. It was just I don't know. It's it seemed very strange, which again ties into making me think that he's not actually gone. But I'm not gonna believe it until I see it. And when he's, if he's like, I, I mean, it's not that we can't see it because the rumor is why he's going to a backstage role in the WWE. 
It's like listen, I won't believe it. Until but if he is like, war games, but like if he if he comes back in a backstage role, WWE doesn't really announce like backstage role signings. You know what I mean? It yeah. gets fed through the system a little bit, and even at that point, well, sometimes it's not true. <laughs> Well, he might be going back to like his on-screen role in NXT too. Like the only thing I had heard was that he was definitely going to be like the head of scouting, which is what he was doing before he came to AEW anyway. It's well, if he goes back to NXT, can he start booking it too? Because Jesus fucking Christ! Ooh. I'll make sure to tell him. John Michaels. I just Jesus, don't. Dude. I just. I don't know. It, something seems fishy still to me. I, I I'm gonna wait. But uh... so Carrie makes up a good point in the chat. She said. Because he went, Regal went out on his back, putting over MJF as the biggest villain. That's a good point. Yeah. Last thing he does in AEW is is cement that MJF is the villain in the company. Yeah. Okay. You see it like that. I think it's a drop ball if he leaves, but if that's his decision, it's his decision. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say about that. I really, I, I see, I see it the way. I've seen too much Regal talk. shit this week to even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so fed up at this point about it. <laughs> Well, any any final thoughts, Kimmy? So I was going to say that you have to really pay attention to the MJF promo because I saw this on Twitter. He used what Daniel Bryan said in WWE. He used Fickle. He has his own title, which is also something Daniel Bryan did when he had the Planet Championship. So there's those seeds of, is this going to be the match at Revolution? It probably is, but I was like, oh my God, yes. Easter eggs, I love it. I love the callback to the brass rings because that's a call to WWE. I love the whole circle to the emails. I thought that was really cool too. I watched this promo twice. I really like this segment. I do agree it was a little long, but it's what I expected because this was his first time on TV as champion. I thought his suit was really funny because it said better than you all over it. Yeah. You uh, know, yeah. play, Conor McGregor got the same suit and his said, it said like, fuck off this or is... fuck you on it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's I an expensive MJF. suit. It's expensive. Oh, it is. Yeah. I appreciate MJF. Yeah, trying MJF's to get using the that uh, that ten year deal he already signed. He's using that money he signed. For. Oh yes, the yeah. bidding war of twenty thirty four. But I appreciate MJF trying to be like Seth Rollins with the custom suits, but Rollins will always do it better. But I really like the segment. I what? thought it really cemented. Am I not allowed to like the segment, Kyle? No, he's not trying to be. No, go ahead. He's not trying to be like Rollins. It was a joke. It was a joke. No, it was your like, inner. It was your inner fandom breaking out. While you're trying to no. talk like a podcaster, it's like, oh, but I got to make sure I make this about Seth Rollins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. You got to make this about Seth all the time. About Seth that- and E. Rollins. <laughs> Yo, that TikTok had me dying. Anyway, but yeah, I like this segment. I can't wait to see what MJF does next. Um, I think his match with Ricky Starks and Winter is coming is going to be really good too. And it's just a matter of time to see who wins that Diamond Battle Royal next week to see, you know, is Ricky going to be the one to get the ring? And not the is title. someone else? <laughs> yeah, no, because it's, it's, no, they, it's a weird. That whole thing yeah, is so weird. weird, and we'll spend so much time next week talking about how. Because okay. if you win the battle royal, you get a shot at the ring against MJF, and then if you beat him, you get a shot at the title whenever you want. But why would they have you beat the champ before? Be it's it's fucking complicated That's what I'm and stupid. Saying. Like, I don't know does that happening. mean? Does that mean that, like, if Ricky were to win, he gets two matches against MJO? Yeah, yeah. Or does uh, who knows? I don't know what's going on. It's just weird. I'm confused. The diamond ring. I don't think Ricky. It, it can. It, it's it, that should have just been one once, and MJF just yeah, keeps it forever. That was it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. all it should have ever yeah. been. 
<laughs> but it, now it, something that's great that happened that I don't want to waste any more time because we talked about Moxley and Hangman yeah. and we talked about the negative side of it. But I want to talk about the good side of it because it leads into a very highly anticipated match for this whole crew, especially one person who we know is on this show. Can't wait to talk about it. She's starting to smile already. I see it. <laughs> her trying to fight her smile over there. So, Jackie, talk about Moxley and Hangman first, but then I want you to get into Dax and Brian. So, nothing could have prepared me, first of all, for the fact that they were going to start off on that Moxley segment, which I had thought was just going to lead into more Moxley, MJF, Danielson kind of like discourse or like some more Moxley Regal stuff. Um, but Moxley comes out and he's, you know, doing his whole self-hype thing. And he's like, you know, I used to wrestle around this parts. It's been a crazy ass ride. And, you know, three, I love how he's like three things are certain in this life, death taxes and John Moxley. And, you know, nobody back there can, you know, he's like hyping himself up. Nobody back there can hang with me. And then all of a sudden the music hits and out comes Hangman Adam Page. And my heart just freaking explodes because I was not anticipating. And I love, and I say this all the time, I love when shit doesn't get spoiled for me. Because I'm mm-hmm. um, like, there was no leak. There was no like, oh, well, you know, Hangman was spotted backstage or like Hangman could be in the area. At least not that I saw. So when he came out there, I was hyped. And... um Moxley hit that great line and he's like, are you sure you want to do this after what happened last time? And he's like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you not remember what happened last I'm time? Kind of like hinting yeah. back to the concussion and whatever. <laughs> and the two of them just start going ham at each other. Freaking like, let's go. Because I mean, I know that they kept throwing in the jabs uh, like on commentary, like, oh, well, he's not cleared. We know that he would, you know, he went with medical and he's not cleared to compete. But, I mean, realistically, if he's out there throwing punches and getting into brawls, he's good. He's cleared. Yeah, exactly. They don't <laughs> really got, let you out to the ring. Good. I'm sure he's not going to be out there freaking, you know, brawling and, and going crazy if he's not. Yeah, this isn't the Matt Hardy-Sammy Guevara <laughs> match, right? We, ooh, they've ooh. learned their lesson in this company. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's always, like, I hangman adam page is one of my favorite people in aew and um just to see him him back and knowing that he's healthy and you know potentially ready to go um that just i'm so excited for that so that was a hell of a way to freaking kick off dynamite and then as if they they couldn't let me breathe apparently (laughs) they went from like boom like starting off hot like that and then they went right into uh, Dax Harwood versus Brian Danielson. And let me tell you, that match gave me everything I could have possibly wanted out of life. <laughs> it's like one of those matches where you just kind of had to sit back and just really enjoy it. And um, it didn't need storyline. It doesn't need all this, like, you know, lead into it or whatever. It's just, you know, two people who really value the art of professional wrestling that are going to go in there and they're going to give you a freaking banger of a match. And that's exactly what they did from start to finish. Um, I, I don't even know, like I could be here for freaking ever, but um, Dax suplexing Danielson straight into the crowd. And I'm like, where, where do I have to like freaking be to like, you know, I'm like, how, how much do I have to pay to sit ringside to be there 
when freaking Dax is like, you know, suplexing Danielson like straight into people's laps. Like, how where do I have to pay to get a front row seat to that? Why? So Caprice but, Coleman could be like, Dax suplexes Brian Danielson <laughs> into his, his own wife. Oh what my a man. <laughs> He's sick. Jackie, just think. You and me could go to f- final battle next weekend and we could have a really good time. Alicia did. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but then he, he'll be is... suplexing fucking the gun club. In she doesn't <laughs> oh, want that. She wants Danielson. Don't, That's cur- the point. don't curse at me like that. But no, <laughs> I mean, like, they went in on each other. Danielson's chest looked like freaking ground beef, like it always does, because the two of them, their chop game is like freaking unmatchable. Um, but the two of them going to the point of exhaustion and collapse, but neither one of them wanting to back down. I know. And I like and shout out to uh, Floyd if he's still in the chat. If he's not, he'll go back and listen to the replay. Uh, he was like, just anticipate that this match is probably going to end in Dax tapping out because that's been the trend of the year in his singles matches. But I didn't care. I'm like, it's not about the the wins and losses here for me. It's about just being able to see a stellar um, a stellar match between two of my favorite competitors in AEW and. I think just we got that match for free, y'all. And it was freaking amazing. Start to finish. Best match on the card. Should have been the freaking main event, uh, if you ask me. <laughs> but So we have Ant in the chat saying, Danielson is the greatest pro wrestler he's ever seen. The guy doesn't miss. And Dax is his wrestler. Of the Wrong year. when QT yeah. Marshall's All in the company, point. Ant. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we know hey, Ant loves wrestling QT. tonight. I know. Yeah, greatest pro wrestler on Earth. Rampage, Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so uh, yeah, Dax Rampage is so bad. It killed maybe. Good Morning Elite. <laughs> we all slept in a little later on Saturday, just how bad Rampage is. But, um, but no, it, I think it's great that they're giving these matches to Dax because we're getting to that point of the year and yes it's it's opinion based but i think that somebody somewhere and i hope it's our show because we do have our own year uh yearly awards that are coming up again the elite pov awards will be happening and the first show of the new year um because we don't want to get screwed over like last year when we did it too early and then we had hangman versus danielson not get nominated for match of the year when it was one of the best so we want to make sure we get everything in the year but like i think it's great that Dax deserves his flowers this year. Not only has FTR been the best tag team of the year, which is crazy because the Usos are over there having a great run in WWE, right? We see all the great stuff that's happening in other companies, whether it be Impact or New Japan and stuff like that. But FTR has had unbelievable matches this year against just so many different opponents. So many times with those opponents and those matches are still great. So it's cool that we get Dax and Danielson, which yet again, two years ago, you would be like, cool, I guess. But now you're like, oh, no, when they announced this match, everyone in the wrestling community that we know was super excited because we know the year that Dax is having. And we know Danielson is one of the greatest ever, if not the greatest ever. Dax said it in his interview with Sean Ross Sapp that Danielson might be the greatest wrestler of all time. It's time to start having real, really, really putting thought into that conversation. His body of work over the last like two years alone is untouchable, really. The, at the rate that he's performing, it's insane in both companies. But it, it's it's great to see another incredible match for free on Dynamite to kick off the show that bleeds imperfectly, like Jackie said, with the opening segment with Moxley and Danielson. I mean, Moxley and um, Hangman. But what would you think of everything, Kimmy? 
So starting with Hangman, he was at Wrestle Creed. I remember texting one of my other wrestling friends. I'm like, you know, Hangman looks really good. I don't know if he's cleared or not, but he's looking healthy. He's looking good. I think he's going to come back soon. And he did. He came back on Wednesdays. So I was like, yeah, Kimmy. Um, I thought the opening promo was really good. You know, we what? Okay, Kyle. You know, Alan, that was bad insider going. information. Keep going. Kyle, you're purely... such an older brother, and I love it. <laughs> Kimmy's like, yay, something good. And Kyle's like... Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the promo was really good. I like the back and forth. I can't wait for the match whenever it does happen, whether it be winter or coming revolution, whatever the hell we're gonna do. Um, I think after the speedball Mike Bailey match, I was like, Oh my god, how is Dax gonna go from that to him versus Brian Danielson? If you guys That's did not see that banger. match at WrestleCade, the ending was fantastic. I was like, oh my god, I think it's going to go to a tie. And it didn't, thank god. But it slapped. I recommend that match. It was so freaking good. And I think Dax really has delivered this year. He is definitely one of my um, nominees for Wrestler of the Year, Promo of the Year, anything of the year. Dax has really shown out this year. And I couldn't be more proud because, you know, in WWE, he was just known as that tag team guy. But now it's like, oh my God, Dax is wrestling a singles match. Hell yeah, it's going to be the match of the night. And everyone's really excited about it. But this match is really good. And I'm really happy that it opened Dynamite. Any final thoughts, Kyle? I don't know what much else I can say. <laughs> Sorry, you've been said. <laughs> like, um, I just know that you guys are all wrong. Sting is definitely wrestler of the year, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm Sting sorry. is definitely going to be the one to come yeah. out and help Bow Wow get yeah. chased. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hangman coming back was really cool. That feud is going to be excellent. Uh, looks like, I, I mean, they could, if they want to, they could drag that out until the pay-per-view and have like a really big pay-per-view match, like uh, some sort of stipulation type match. Um, that'd be really dope. Um, and then yeah, Dax versus Danielson. I mean, we knew it was going to be a really good professional wrestling match. It was a really good professional wrestling match. We got everything that we wanted for and more. And then even at uh, some point out in the chat, the the little t- tease at the end, Dax was just pretending to walk by Danielson, turns around, oh, yeah. and gives mm-hmm. him a hug. Um, it was great. It was it was awesome. Good for Danielson, man. He's he's been wanting to do stuff like this for a long time, and you know be more professional wrestling than anything else. And that's what he's getting uh, his opportunity to do. Um, one thing is here though, and it's kind of ties into what we've already talked about. What happens to the BCC now with the Regal gone? Like, are they just going to still be what, I mean, Regal's the one that brought them together. Regal's the one that called yeah. it the BCC. So like what happens? Yeah. And then with the so stuff I- with Claudio and Yuta, like, with the JAS and, and final battle, if Claudio doesn't win, he joins the JAS, which I'll put my fucking head through a wall. I think it's going like, happen now. <laughs> yeah, probably, right? Um, no. I just think that, like, you know, is this a, the ending to the BCC, which would personally get me mad, not because they ended, right? Uh, groups start ending AEW all the time. I don't think no group ending will ever get me madder than the pinnacle. Because, like, you have a modern-day four horsemen, and you have a modern-day, I mean, I know MJF is more like Piper than he is Flair, but you guys understand, like, a modern-day Flair in the sense of a leader of this group, right? And, and MJF is fantastic in the ring and fantastic on the mic, and you have Wardlow and FTR and Sean Spears. You have these great wrestlers, and yet again, to kind of go back to the uh, Dax interview with Sean Ross Sapp, which you guys should listen to, Um he talks about how they pitched for Serena to be in the group. Like he wanted Serena to be there. And it's like, you have this excellent wrestling group that 
will make people like Jackie like the happiest they've ever been in their life because they like want to give us incredible wrestling every time they go out there and you do nothing with them. But like with the BCC in every interview that not only Tony Khan, but like Mark Henry and Paul White and all these people do, oh, the BCC could be as big as the NWO and they hyped it and they hyped it and they hyped it into now kind of throw it all to the wind because Regal potentially is going back. And now you're like, never mind, Claudio, you're going to go over there and Yuta, good luck. Maybe go back to the best friend, see if you can get TV time now. And then to, Danielson will I keep. think both Yuta and Claudio are probably going to go to Ring of Honor when that starts up. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah. But like as BCC, they're they're one of the highest merch sellers. If you go to, you know, shop AEW or Pro Wrestling Tees, their their shirts are trending yeah. as one of the highest ones every single time. Their merch is super cool, super awesome merch. Ton of people you go to the shows, they're all wearing it. It's like a cool thing in wrestling, right? The Blackpool Combat Club, like how fucking badass is that? I saw someone joke. Fist, like, right I saw someone joke. said Shane McMahon's going to come in and be take Regal's spot. <laughs> I was oh dying God, when I read that. Please no. But, like, or, but I mean, I at, at the same time, like, did, do they get someone that replaced Regal? No, I don't think they're going to break up. I think what's going to happen is so I'm going to bet money on the fact that next week we're going to get the Ring of Honor deal announced, and that's not like me. Like saying, oh my God, I heard it. Like, I'm just guessing. Like, I don't think we would have had a final battle if they did not have a TV deal in place for 2023. I think that Claudio is going to beat Jericho. I think Claudio is going to be the face of Ring of Honor, and him and Yuta are going to go down there, which also means Daniel's going to lose, and I'm going to be really upset about it. And then Moxley <laughs> and Daniels are going to stay in a like up in AEW. And when they need to align, they'll come back together. But I think they're just going to split up in like two and two, not just all four individually. So Carrie just sent me something interesting. Said the original BCC concept was for Moxley and Brian Danielson to be based around the early 90s All Japan with BCC being Jumbo, whoever. I don't want to butcher the name. Okay. Well, basically, they got over young guys by facing them on a way to the top with having great singles, tags, and trios matches with them to help them rise. So maybe that's what they're going in to get away from the regal stuff and be just what they yeah. did to Yuta just to do to more people. It's and tough. maybe like Kyle said, yeah. that's the way to get Claudio out because he's kind of bigger than the group. It's tough too sense. with Mox, Moxley and Daniels right now because there's still that, someone mentioned, I think it was Ant, there's still that tension between those two because of the regal situation, right? Yeah. Like Danielson's defending mm -hmm. Regal, Regal's the, the one that cost Moxley the belt. So they're still, they still got, I think they're still get, have to visit that tension again. Like that's not really, they haven't really resolved that fully, I, I guess I could say. But uh, it's a very interesting situation with the BCC. Now to if, if, capital I, capital F, if got it. Regal's going to the Fed. We'll see. But uh, regardless of that, uh, yeah, great match between Danielson and, and Dax. Fantastic. <laughs> Give us FTR versus the World Tag Team Champions soon, Tony Khan, or those boys are gone. We're going to know tonight who the Acclaim's next opponents are, and I am terrified to find out that it's probably not going to be FTR. So fuck us, because you know. I don't think it is. Right? The only I don't reason think it I is either. The only reason I don't think it is is because I think we're going to find out who FTR is facing at Final Battle next week because we That's, need to yeah. build to that because there's only three matches announced. Yeah. So and we're we, still we missing to... Well, then it's going to be someone that's going to be... It's going to be a very, very, very short two-week feud with the Acclaimed and they're going to win. 
Yeah. No. They're going to be, they're going to face, whoever they announce tonight is going to face them at at winner is coming and then they claim they're going to win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll be something short, like when they face uh, the Varsity So it's going to be the Dark Order. Is that what they're called? So it's going to be the Dark Order. I mean, it shouldn't be. They just lost. No. I don't know who it would be. I can't think. Maybe it's 10 and Oh, how about this? How about this? Or the butcher, butcher and, the and fucking blade. Can <laughs> we, for the love of go. God, give them any type of TV time, please? And they can lose, and it'll be okay. I promise you, it'll be okay. But can you imagine the the just pure comedy gold we're gonna get of having the bunny with daddy ass on the outside, her trying to scare oh, him? You know what? How about no fear? Like, ah. Hold on. How about no fear? How about they? How about they go to the ring, and they're gonna announce like who they're gonna face, and. House of Black just comes and kicks their ass. <laughs> and and just give them what members would you like to see? No, no, they, they don't would face like them. To see? They don't face them. Oh, they just destroy them? They don't, they oh. don't face them. I mean, okay. I'm never going to be mad at seeing House Cause of I, Black. Because I I guarantee but... you the story. I know they get they have to do something with them. And now they're back. You, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so what? I just pop because I can see both chats. <laughs> and someone in our YouTube chat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so in our YouTube, so in our YouTube chat, named Sammy Guevara, just put, "Yo, fuck everyone. I'm the greatest. Let's talk about that." <laughs> Sammy, what's up? What's up, Sammy Guevara? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you remember us from All Out at Fan Fest? <laughs> yeah, remember us on your long ass line. <laughs> Anyways, um, tell Ty yeah. we said what's up. But yeah, exactly. how's it black? What the hell? They came back. They beat the crap of what? QT Marshall and the gang and the best friends. But I think they're waiting till the best of But That's like not until like mid January. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you can't just have, you you can't just have them not on television a week after like like it's weird that they came back. They were even in the um the commercials and stuff like that. You know, in the lead up to Dynamite, and then they weren't on the episode. I was like. Where's the house of black? So I was talking to this this kid Ivan that I work with, and um, he made a good point because I know me and Carrie were kind of complaining about how they didn't do any kind of um, I can't think of the word, but they they didn't like go back and talk about Ken turning on the Dark Order. They didn't show a clip of it. They didn't mention it on TV. We didn't get to hear anything from Ten in the ring or backstage. And with the guy Ivan at my job said. It's so heartbreaking, but it's so true. Just like House of Black, it's a Rampage storyline. So guess what? We're only going to see it on Rampage. So we're going to have to sit through the horrific matches tonight. Although we right? did see like the a 15 second. We, we did see a 15 matches. second, like small vignette on Dynamite this week about them. They did show about it. Who, House of Black? Yeah, they did show it. It was 15 seconds. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm just it. saying like, we're going to have to, it's going to be like, the House of Black speak on Rampage. Like, yeah. oh my God. I got to get through a QT Marshall match, a fucking Cole Carter match, and then a fucking stupid Jeff Jarrett match. You know like, what? We know Tony Khan listens to the show. We know. What's up, Tony? Um, Tony Khan, next week, Dynamite, because we know you're announcing matches. You know, make a quick make a quick edit for tonight. Next week, give <laughs> us House of Black, all uh-huh. three members against AR Fox and Four. Top Flight. Just give us a random well, trio. If Dante not hurt. If Dante Mars, yeah. do we have any? Do, do we have any like uh, trios? <laughs> no, do we have any you know, like, like um, best friends? Because you know they got attacked. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Rock Romero uh, still do here. Do we have any like uh, 
Do we know what's wrong with Dante Martin, Kimmy? No, because my insider is on the Disney cruise and he's coming back today. Okay. The insider. So he's been insider. texting me. Yeah, my insider <laughs> well, was like, so what's so, going on? So the the other match, I mean, listen, Ricky Starks had a match, but honestly, it was a squash match. Who cares? We're excited to see him face MJF. That's going to be a lot of fun. But as far as the match, I don't know why the fuck it happened, especially since he's entering himself in that battle royal and the stuff with the firm and Ethan Page. And it's like, what we'll, we will complain well, you know, enough Phil, about that. How about this? Week. How about this? You can answer yes. Sammy Guevara in the chat. So you put now, no, let's talk about me. What do I do next? So what, is, what does Sammy Guevara do next, Phil? <laughs> I would like to see Sammy Guevara. I said this on the show either last week or the week before. Be off TV. For a little bit, just a little bit, let them build tie. Oh, we're going to definitely talk about the two women segments now. Just just reminded me of the Ruby stuff. Um, So I want Sammy off TV so they can build tie back up as a legit contender for each title, right? We've seen her face Britt at Full Gear for the women's title. We've seen her face Jade at Revolution for the TBS title. So, you know what I'm saying? It's it's an ascendant. I've been had heat with Sammy, bro. Where have you been at? But um, no, nah, Sammy's a cool guy. But uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, Sammy is too talented for them to keep shoving him down our throats where people are never going to get over the fact that he ended up marrying Ty. Like, I'm sorry at home. <laughs> you didn't have a shot. I'm not, who gives a fuck what they do in their personal lives? You didn't have a shot to marry uh, <laughs> Sammy's ex or Ty. So just sit the fuck down and shut up, right? As a wrestler in the ring, Sammy is not only been called a pillar of the company, which he is, but he's one of the best wrestlers they have. He always comes, delivers fun matches. He always steps up in these huge moments and does something you've really never seen before. Yeah, 100%. But it's like, I need him off TV, and we need to build time. We can transition to this. So we got Willow versus Anna, which was a fun match. But, you know, Ty comes out with Anna, which is great because we saw Ty was in the hospital. So hopefully whatever she was going through, it's all good now. But we get the return of Ruby Soho, who attacks Ty, which is great because for people watching at home for the first time, why didn't they give us more context? But for the fucking intelligent people who either A, watched it happen live, or B, went back and did their research, <laughs> you understand that the last time no, we sir. saw Ruby, yeah, <laughs> the last time we saw Ruby was in the buy-in for All Out, where she got hurt during the Sammy and Ty mixed tag match with Ruby and Ortiz yep. where she broke her nose and had to get surgery on it. And yep. now she's back. Kimmy, are you excited that Ruby's back? And are you excited for me that maybe hopefully possibly cross my fingers and toes that Ty is getting an actual storyline for herself? She looked pumped. So I think says, I want to say yes. Cause she looked really pumped. <laughs> so excited. I'll say, I'll say something to make you happy and then I'll go into everything else. I think, I think, I think, I think that's going to be the winter's coming match. Okay. I think. Don't get so excited. Because wow. I'm only I'm, right 40% late. of the time. <laughs> 20% of the time. <laughs> Keep that in mind. 15. I thought, oh, we're up to 50 now? 15, okay, cool. 1, 5. 15, Oh, 15. wait, what? You're so bad 15. at math. listen i'm a sports major anyway i really think that this match showed a couple things one how much time they're really investing in willow and willow was somebody that when ring of honor women's tournament maria literally told me flat out she's like watch willow she is going to be the future of this business and she was right 
Um, so that's one thing. I think the other thing too, you could see how much Anna has definitely improved. I think she's a lot more confident in the ring. I really like this match. I thought it was really good. And I'm like, I like that it got time. But yeah, it got a lot more time than we thought too, because I was over here like, there's no fucking shot. That main event is getting less than half an hour. And it did. So <laughs> But I think the thing with Ruby is it after that storyline with Ty, it's kind of tough where she goes. Cause I don't because as long as Jade is TBS champion, I don't think she goes that route. Cause I don't think she has the momentum to even have a shot to go against Jade. And I think going against Jamie again is like such she has no momentum with her so i think the problem is going to be that there's going to be nothing for her to do which is why i'm really going to suggest that ruby's one of the people that go down a ring of honor and when athena hopefully wins that title next week against mercedes that ruby is the first challenger for athena because be i think that's the best spot for her i don't want her to I keep mean... losing title matches maybe her and ty have a longer feud that leads to another bloody match like thunder rosa and Britt baker had because remember people forget because you know, it's so easy to remember Ty is just Sammy's arm candy from the last year that we've seen her on TV. But, you know, Ty and Anna had that feud with Bunny and um, Penelope. Penelope, Ford. And Penelope. I don't know, I that's, that's why Penelope needs to be on TV more often. I'm over here forgetting her name. But it was, I believe but, she got uh, hurt again. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. We need to put her and Kip in a bubble and protect them forever because I love those two. <laughs> but we get um, Anna and, and Ty versus Bunny and Penelope in that crazy hardcore tag team match so maybe her and ruby are going that route which would be a lot of fun i'm just saying it's something to be excited for jackie am i wrong for being excited please don't break my heart yes. no let, i know you're no. gonna break my heart kyle <laughs> no let, i'll leave that breaking your heart to kyle kyle be don't good go for that. He's, he, he likes to crush people's dreams out yeah. here unless you're a security wow. guard he loves the you <laughs> hey, shout out to my security boys yeah <laughs> thank you so except charlie security except charlie 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 charlie, Ch charlie. <laughs> but the, oh the, that's God. for that's for different reasons we won't yeah. get into here um no i think that that's a i mean it seems reasonable that that's where it's going i don't know if you're saying don't crush your dreams in terms of having it be a long-term feud um but it's certainly the direction of it for the continuity factor. Yes, I'm glad that they went with it. They didn't just like run from it. And they acknowledged that, hey, the reason why I was on the shelf was because I was in this match with you and your husband. And uh, she came back to get her uh, revenge, if you will. Um, but I, again, was not expecting her to come back. Didn't have any uh, inklings or, you know, anything spoiled there. So it was really good and very surprising to see Ruby Soho back. And I'm happy for her. But we have said on this show week after week after week, we miss Ty being a regular competitor on AEW programming because there was a point where she had all the momentum in the world and it was a beautiful thing to see. So let her get back into a feud let her have some banger matches and let her remind everybody just how freaking good she is in the ring. So her versus Ruby could be a great feud. I would love it if they stretched it out past just like a winter is coming. You know, keep keep the feud going all the way to freaking revolution. Why not? Like, why can't we have these long term story, you know, storylines for women? Just continue to do it. It's worked in the past with other people. You see if it's done with intent and it's done correctly, um, that it works and it pays off. So I think that they're capable of doing it. So the story and is built maybe, in. Go for it. Maybe, like Kimmy was saying, maybe it's the opposite of it in a sense of maybe you do this longer feud 
And maybe by some miracle, you're able to jumpstart the pop that Ruby had when she first came in the company. And with Ty being so hated by the fans because they thought they had a shot at dating her, which I'll never understand. But like, you know, maybe this feud will get uh, Ruby super over and people will want to see her beat Jaden. We know that Tony Khan and AEW love doing these longer storylines where they could be like, hey, remember A, B, C, and D that happened? Because Ruby and Jade was the finals of the TBS title tournament. So maybe yes, that's the way of going back to it. So it, it's definitely something to look forward to. But Kyle, tell me why I'm an idiot. Tell me why I should not get my hopes up. What? Oh, no. When do I ever? Okay, oh, let's hold. No. Let's, let's pump the brakes on this. I never I never do that to anybody. I'm excited for this. Like, I have a tie figure right up there. It's right up there. I wouldn't crush Fucking your dreams. Mark. Who would have one tie figure, yeah. let alone two? <laughs> Fucking Mark. <laughs> Who uh, would no, get a Brazilian flag and put it on the figure? I'm just more, I'm just more excited not that me. there's. Not this guy right here with it in the background. But yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just excited. There's more than one woman's feud going on. There's multiple mu- women's feuds across both shows, mm-hmm. even the YouTube shows right now, which is great. And it's uh, we've been we've been asking for. So now we're getting it. It's it's exciting to see. So I mean, there's the blood feud there between Ty and and Ruby. We know like the whole injury angle. And <laughs> shout out to Sammy Guevara in the YouTube chat who says uh, Ty gave her a free nose job, so she should be grateful. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yo, live in the gimmick, man. (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah, Will is also Ashley Sammy. I I love fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah, I big Willow fan. I love her energy, like the the whole entrance stuff. You see the people like dancing in the crowd to her theme song too. So, um, I think she she could be everything to AEW that Bailey was to NXT. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly where I was going with that. (laughs) Um, but uh. Yeah, it's kind of sad to hear about Penelope if that is true as she's injured again. That kind of sucks because she was just coming back and she was looking good too from her return. So, um, yeah, I can't really say much else. I'm, uh, I'm happy, extremely happy. I think that's going to be really, <laughs> I th- that's going to be a really good match. Those two are going to absolutely kill it. I can't wait for that. Oh, so I just got confirmation. From a good source, that is actually Sammy Guevara in the chat. <laughs> from who? I'm Kimmy? not kidding either. From Kimmy? <laughs> Kimmy no, was... from Kyle. Oh. From good information. It's oh. actually them Stop watching. it. Oh, hi. No freaking way. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> At least we... <laughs> Happy that Sammy and Ty Yo, are watching. Sammy, I thought you were a troll with that comment. I'm sorry. Yeah. We thought you were a troll. Hey, at least you know our real feelings about you. We're not fucking yeah. pretending when we go to the meet and There you go. See, everybody, that's why you should always be genuine. Yeah. Because you never fucking know who's watching you on the other side of this camera. Yo, I'm going to clip. Fucking- I'm definitely going back and clipping my reaction because my face, when I seen the name, I'm like, what? Cause like, I'd be like, I'd be like, it's like some ant would do. Ant would go in like creative profile and pretend to be someone in our chat. I am screaming. What hey, the hell? So shout out, shout out, uh, Ty and Sammy for watching. Yeah. At least you know we're genuine people. Yeah. <laughs> we don't just pretend to like you guys at meet and greets. We actually believe it. And no. we appreciate I've worked you with both of them. This is why, this is why you guys need to be here in the live chat, YouTube and Twitch for great moments like this. Right, this this is the type of stuff you get when you watch our show. 
Where do we even go from here? Yeah. I'm flustered. My heart is racing. Yeah. <laughs> the main event. You can go to the main event. <laughs> oh, yeah, over? shit, dude. We talked about everything. Except, but, but, so, um, but... <laughs> all right. So we get we get the elite versus death triangle in a trios match to end the show. Me talking all this shit to Kyle and Jackie. There is no way they're like the women are gonna be booked all at once within the next five minutes. How they booked the Jamie Hader promo, the 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 full entrance and match for Willow and Anna. Hold on. Uh, the- Sorry, Phil. Sorry what? to interrupt you. We can't talk about the main event. We got to talk quote from Sammy. There wasn't enough talk about me winning the world title, but enjoying the show. So let's just yeah. screw the elite. Screw the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> let's yeah, just, just book just Sammy Guevara's about- world title run from now until the end of next year. <laughs> Yeah, we, we okay. got to get it done. Patreon, I want to see Patreon Sammy beat Jericho for the Ring of Honor title. Can can we can we have that happen? I said right, that we, weeks ago on the show, but it didn't that's come what true. I'm saying, bro. Well, take can we have Sammy <laughs> win that title? Right. We love you, Sammy. But, you know what I mean? We both know MJF ain't losing that title for at least a year. So, <laughs> we can have you win that Ring of Honor title very quickly, all right? Instead of having you wait a year to get you a, uh-huh. to become a world champion, all right? I'm, I'm just 10% saying. right. Isaac. It's not true. Yeah. But no, so we, 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 I was talking all this shit. How are they going to book three women's segments and then still have the main event be a banger and, and go super long? And it, it was a banger. I mean, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'm usually wrong. I'm like Kimmy when it comes to this stuff. Right. But it's like, Bro. it's one of those things where it's like, um, it's another banger match and it was different. I know people said that, you know, they're kind of getting tired of the match, which is crazy because the match started different. It started with a brawl. And then we get these unbelievable things. And I know what, with the whole punk stuff in the, in the press conference, you know, we see a lot of people say this on, on, on Twitter, but it's like, yo, Kenny Omega is back. All right. I know we've said this the last two weeks, but the bumps that Kenny is taking make me want to pass out. All right. This dude is landing on every side of his neck and it, it is just, Unreal the bumps that he's taken in this match. And of course the Lucha Bros are amazing. And of course the Young Bucks are amazing. But like Pac and Kenny, like we I could watch these two fight forever. You know, Wednesday we're watching the show, and me, Jackie, and Kyle are talking about um if there was like an AEW network, right? If if when they do this HBO Max Discovery Plus thing, if they're gonna have us uh be able to go back and watch the matches, and it's like the first match, what would be the first match you watch? And mine was Pac versus Kenny in that Iron Man match, right? So it's one of those things where it's like, I can watch these guys fight. Make them fight every week. I'm upset we have to wait two weeks to see the next match. But Jackie, what did you think of this as a main event to, to end a great dynamite? Well, even though I made my little jab earlier about how I thought that Dax versus Danielson should have been the main event. No, this match was freaking insane. And we know that every time you see the Elite versus Death Triangle, that it is going to be a freaking nuts. I think I need to take something like I don't want to say like the the D word or like the drugs word, but I guess I have to because if I say the other D word, it's gonna be um, suggestive. I'm not even laughing. You. <laughs> but, uh, Sammy keeps popping in the chat. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm trying to say like, compose, and I keep reading. If you take it over, yeah, we can't see the YouTube I'm looking at it. I'm trying to say compose. He's like, no, Sammy versus everyone is the correct answer. Is the correct oh answer? My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my lord! Huh. 
Um, anyway, so I'm saying I need to, I might need to take some substances to be able to slow my brain down enough to like actually take in everything that happens during these matches, because it's like everywhere you look, there's like 50 million spots happening at the same time. And it's just, it's so brilliantly chaotic and everywhere you look, somebody looks like they're taking a bump, like they're going to die. (laughs) And it's just like. Nick Jackson flying off of, you know, like off the stage and doing a crossbody. Puck jumping off the stage and doing a freaking moonsault. And Kenny taking bumps, like you said, taking bumps on his neck that you're like, is he going to like freaking break his neck? Like, it's just, it's so, it's straight pandemonium in these matches. And normally that is not my speed, but the way that these guys do it, there's, it's just, it's brilliant. And Wait, I so think are we that's... saying breaking news, FTR girl, the 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 woman who's the master of technical wrestling, likes the flippy dippy shit? Is that what you're telling me right now? I have always wow. appreciated. <laughs> you are no uh, longer you know, FTR girl, 4269269. No. Wow. Are you telling me that Jackie <laughs> Stroman liked the flippy match? <laughs> Jackie Stroma. But don't you dare ever ever freaking associate my name with that freaking dude don't you ever i will reach through my screen and we will freaking throw hands i can't we made peace like dax and danielson we shook hands and we hugged after threatening to v-trigger each other for a whole weekend nah nah i will freaking throw like ascendant said i will throw a chancleta through this freaking oh through the screen no chancleta man but no, yes, I, I have an appreciation for many types of wrestling. Thank you very much. And uh, no, this was this. Oh, you're the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the main, the main event was great. I only like and big, look at the hoodie I'm wearing. Look at the hat I'm wearing. I only like big, like meaty big, men, meaty men slapping me. me. Okay. And I know we didn't talk about the Wardlow segment because it, who cares? Because, because Head Booker Carey talked about it enough in our text messages. Yeah. For for all of us to in, enjoy. Yeah, exactly. We, me and Carrie already fanned ourselves over the Wardlow segment. But I know that y'all were were very adamant in thinking that this series was going to go three for Death Triangle straight in the beginning. But we've got the Elite with their first win this week. So surprise, surprise. Well, I will say this. We love Kenny Omega here. Big marks for Kenny Omega here. All of us. All right. I don't know. Nah, screw is, Kenny Omega. It's all are. about <laughs> Sammy Guevara. The guy in the chat right now, fuck Kenny Omega. <laughs> fuck the Okada matches. It's all about Sammy Guevara no, matches. It's all Sammy. Give right. him all the stars, Mouser. Give him eight star matches. Damn right. All right. So there's one thing I need to say as a sports guy. Kenny, I, we love you, bro. A, a 2-1 is not a reverse sweep, okay? A reverse sweep is when it's 3-0 and you come back and win. Okay, that Kenny, I love, I love you, bro. Maybe they didn't teach you that in Canada. Maybe the ho- hockey's have reverse sweeps. I'm sure they do. They have seven game series. Like, what's going on? They do. Pal? Confirmed. Confirmed. Yes. Yeah. What's what's happening? As a Canadian right? here, you know, you, you, there is Spotify wrap up is all hockey yeah. podcasting us. So it's one of those things where it's like it literally is that my top five podcasts are like hockey, 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 hockey than us. Yeah. Such it, a mark. I'm such a mark. I was my own sweep. show. What did mean you didn't even get one? I didn't get a podcast one, remember? You don't, oh, oh, yeah, because you didn't get us on yours. You didn't have any at all? No, I didn't have any podcast at all. Wow. I was just Kimmy music. listens to every podcast she, li- she listens to too, live. Too much Taylor Swift, fan. you know? 
No, Taylor Swift was not even in mine. You know, my wow. age range, everyone was Taylor Swift's like 0.5 top listener in America. And then there's me, Taylor, no Taylor Swift song at all. And I'm just like, ha, I'm different than everyone my age. Wait, did any, so Jackie, did you do it? Did you do one? Do you have Spotify? Wow. No. All right, so I just, I just want, Hal, I don't remember if you had, I know you had like falling in reverse and stuff, but like, Am I the only Mark on the show who got AEW Wrestling as his number two? Like, clearly, I'm listening to wrestling music all day long. No, I, I had no wrestling music I whatsoever. I, mine was filled with the weekend stuff because I absolutely love the weekend. So, mine was Becky G and uh, wrestling. Me listening to Ty's theme, I guess, at work. Like, <laughs> you're doing, doing her little dance down there. <laughs> yeah, every time, bro. As soon Why as the song you? comes on, I I be thinking to myself like, do I want to embarrass myself right now? And I do it every yeah. time. Can Ty come out to that like with the flag and the paint again? Like even I if it, so. even if the match that winner is coming, just do that exact entrance. That's honestly every time one of the greatest right entrances here, ever. Right in front of me, yeah. I have the figure in the background. I have the figure with the flag. So we out here. But Kyle, what'd you think of the the trios match? Oh, I mean, you got you got, you got the the elite and. Death Triangle. I mean, it's no Sammy Guevara match, but you got the Elite and, and Death Triangle in the main event. Match number three in the best of three. We were wondering what, you know, what was going to happen. Will they go 3-0? Are they going to do a reverse sweep? Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, it was just exciting. It's exciting, right? You, we know you're, you know you're going to be entertained watching their matches. You're almost now at this point watching, like, hey, what are they going to do different? You know what I mean? What, uh, what... What are they going to do in this match to get you to keep wanting to follow this series along? Because, you know, a set, it, it could go. It may, it may not go seven-match series. You know what I mean? They could do a big swerve, and, I mean, now it's 2-1. It could, now it's guaranteed to go to six matches, right? So now it's, a, it's fully a guarantee six matches. Um, Which was what? Does anybody still have that graphic? Where was the sixth match? I don't even know. Was where. it in Cali? No, 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 the last, the last one is... one's in Cali. That's match seven. No, I know that, but was this? Six? I didn't know if like the because the last one was. So is it in Seattle? Right? No, no, the last one's not in Revolution. It's the second week, of, <laughs> second or third week of January. Right, I'm gonna look up the graph. I might still have it. In my Anyways, um, we saw. I mean, we saw in the main event. We saw the match. We saw the match, right? We saw that there's that hammer spot. Correct. We saw that, which which confused me a little bit because it was like. Phoenix so the, used the it. next six, not to interrupt you, Kyle, is in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Because. It definitely ended there. So the last. <laughs> so, so hold up. Match number two, or it was a match number one at full gear. Phoenix, was Phoenix to use the hammer, right, to win the match? Yep. Yes. So yep. what confused me about this match was that he was trying Pen to get Penta not to use the hammer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but yo, you just used the hammer in match number one to win your match. You're not really making sense anymore. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I don't know. It, it confused me a little bit. But regardless of that, great main event. You saw Kenny gump, jump on the mic. I love how you like asked how much time was left. And then uh, you could hear it. It's you, funny too because for people who don't have the privilege of watching wrestling with Kyle, Kyle's like, get him the mic. Get him the mic. He's calling for the mic. Get him the mic. Kenny's calling. And you can hear the audible referee go, 20 seconds, Kenny. <laughs> like oh, okay. so he's got to say this in like really fast time, so he's able to, you know, put in a comment. Ah, you guys think you were gonna do a reverse, or you guys think there was gonna be a sweep? No, not happening. Reverse sweep time, and then do his little uh, his little spiel. But I guess he got to talk after when the the show went off air. Uh, there's a clip of him talking some more. 
But uh, regardless of that. And he said some very great things that, I, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. It's going to continue on. It's for sure going to go. It's going to go seven. We know the ultimate end game here is the elite are going to win back the belts that they never lost. It's going to be in California, the Young Bucks home state. They're going to win them back, and then the lights will go out, and the House of Black will come out and confront them, and that's going to start their feud going into revolution. So we know that's going to happen. And let me say this. Yeah. If I, I will be at fucking, what's their stadium called? TD Bank Stadium? No. What? Whatever the hell the Jaguar Stadium is called. Okay. Oh, okay. What are the, it's, it's like some, it's TAA Bank. Ah, some, it's like some sort of whatever. Yeah. You don't come out. <laughs> I will be at fucking Daly's Place, okay, if within two weeks of House of Black and the Elite looking at each other in the ring, if I don't get a Kenny Omega, Buddy Matthews match on a Dynamite, yo, TK, you won't have to worry about scissoring your dad because I'm going to scissor you you with something else, bro, because we fighting for real. Yeah, if Give that, me this match, bro. If we're not we, getting a Pac, almost hold take- up. Just like they did before the first revolution with Pac and Kenny in an Iron Man match, you're giving us Kenny and Buddy in an and, Iron Man and match. And Buddy in an Iron Man match. You're giving this to me, bro. Please, okay? And, and, and Buddy Murphy's uh, – Buddy Murphy. Birdie, uh, Buddy Matthews' Murphy. interview, whatever his name is, Murphy Matthews, all right? The new Murphy Iron Man is coming out, right? If, if this guy in his first interview outside of the company, he said he wants to fight Kenny Omega. That's who he said. Okay? Omega Kenny. Give us what we want, bro. Give me what I want, please. Omega is going to fight Omega oh Kenny. Oh, my God. Jesus, bro. Give me what we want. Uh, Bernie please. Murphy. Jackie's dying. Hilarious. Phil can't talk. Oh, Give me what I want, bro. Yeah. I hope so. I, I really hope we get that. But anyways, yes, great main event. Uh, we're getting strapped for time a little bit. Let's uh, let's dive into the Rampage preview for tonight. Happening in almost... Oh, the match was great, Kyle. I was gonna the match was great. Give me quick thoughts on the match. <laughs> the match was great. A lot of fun. Can't wait for the next one. Yes, Woo, and give Sammy what he wants. Buddy, give Sammy a world Murphy, title match. Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. <laughs> and give Sammy a world title match because yeah. before he, he 450s me at the next meet and greet, please, <laughs> for my own safety. He's like, yo, bro, just sit, just sit in the table for a second. I'll be right back. He comes back with a ladder. <laughs> yeah, and just fuck it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and then yeah. people start booing me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so we, listen, Rampage is on tonight. Some of the and, and we love Orange Cassidy, right? I don't even know who Cole Carter is facing. Who's Cole Carter? Who? Darby Allen. Darby Allen. All right, we love Darby Allen. Who who's fucking the idiot Jeff Jarrett facing? <laughs> it's it's Jarrett. We know you're you're tuning Jarrett. in just for that match tonight, right? <laughs> Jarrett yeah, and Jay down. Lethal versus Private Party. Yes. Oh yes, my yes. fucking god, bro! If I was in that arena, do you know how fast I would get up? I would get up at, listen, we talk all the time for anybody who's been to a live Dynamite, they tape Rampage afterwards, like, and there's always a talk, and I think, I was at one show, was it with you, Jackie, or was I with Issa? I think I was with Issa, where I was like, if Ty or Anna don't have a match, I'm leaving, and of course, Ty has a match, so I have to stay, and I'm super tired, but like, if I, they showed me this card, I don't even think I would have stayed for the main event, Fucking out of there. Yeah, you know what? Bro, like, I don't even want to Where's the Sammy Guevara ring? match? Why is Jeff Jarrett on TV? Why is there not a Sammy Guevara match? You know, he's right in the chat. Where the hell is his match? Unbelievable. Justice for Sammy. Oh my god. And yeah, then we justice get or- for Sammy. 
Why is Orange a QT Marshall? QT Why Marshall? is a QT Marshall? Why is that not Sammy Guevara? What the fuck? And we love Orange Cassidy. <laughs> but stop trying to make the factory happen. All right? I love Aaron Solo, part of the vlog crew. Okay? I love Lee Johnson. He's awesome. I don't care about Best, anybody yeah. else in the factory. Right? Especially whoever the fuck Cole Carter is. All right? <laughs> they've he given this guy bigger mo- But Kimmy, they've given this guy bigger moments. man with the fishes and you should have stayed there. Kim Sabian who opened <laughs> the company with Sammy in the chat. That's how we bring everything full circle. Okay? They're the first match. The first, the first match in AEW history. And Kip Sabian had a fucking box on his head for a year. But Cole Carter is getting a match on fucking Rampage. And, QT and Mar- Cole Carter what did, the hood off. Hold up. What did, that he was gonna get a pop hold up, Phil. What did QT Marshall do to get an all-Atlantic title match? What did the fuck did he do to get that title match? He won a bunch of times. He didn't do anything, Kimmy. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's your answer. He didn't oh do anything, God. bro. At least give I, it to, like, the factory members, for the love of God. No, none Shut of them. Up. Fuck Wait, all no. of them. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to Shanika, who popped in just in time to, like, get in, like, when the chaos is ensuing here, girl. Why is QT Marshall have a match? I'm sorry. For any, like, ma- whoever they are, the 1% of factory fans that are out there in the crowd with a factory t-shirt, because you see them all over the place. No, you don't. But... I'm sorry. Why and, is QT Marshall and, in a and match? Stefano, who lives in New Jersey, who, who is a, who is Who's a, not there a strong tonight. member of this podcast. He is the only person that we know that is a fan of QT Marshall in this world. Okay? That is it. The only person. Oh. So why is he getting a Rampage match? Because guess what? If Ann was there, he wouldn't be staying for Rampage anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't be, to be honest with you. Just saying. Should be. This is just ridiculous. Give Sammy Absolutely Guevara his man. All Atlantic title shot. This is- yeah, please. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, well, thank you for everybody who tuned in this week, especially Sammy and Ty. Who, yes, people, it was the real Sammy and Ty in our YouTube chat. She did mention me. She did say that I could say it, and we, you guys know, we interviewed her. We are friends with Sammy and Ty. So Ty, we come back on the show. Let's do another we're, interview. Kyle, we're working on it. Okay. We're working on it on this end. <laughs> they're they're going to try to help us out to get okay. them both on the show, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah, just, and just but, give, uh, me, give Sammy the belt. He says, give him the belt. Give him that. You can yeah, have this belt the over belt, here. Please. You can have all these ones over here. Please, I don't want to get 450 through a, through <laughs> a convention table. All right. <laughs> those, those are like the Japan tables. They don't break. <laughs> please. That is true. Uh, I would know. All right, but so Kimmy, let everybody know where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kimmy underscore Sokol, S-O-K-O-L. Yeah. Wow. That's Jackie, it. let them know where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter at loveyoumake24 and on Instagram at jacksthedrawpov. Kyle, let them know. Uh, you can follow me at Ollie, Kyle. I'm not that exciting, though, so <laughs> just follow, follow the podcast instead. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys can follow me unless Elon Musk fucking bans me again. I don't know what the fuck happened. I lost my account and then I made a secondary account and then they banned that one too. I don't know what I'm doing or why everybody hates Yo, me. Yo, stop tweeting at Elon on. Musk, man. What are you doing? I was about to say, you got to stop calling yeah. the dude out, man. Yeah, what is happening, bro? I don't know what's happening. But follow me for the time being at Fanboy Philium on Twitter. Follow the show everywhere at Elite Hold TV. up, hold up. And follow at Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti on, or Ty Mello on Twitter, please. Follow yeah, both follow them, them yes. please. Yeah. Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara. Watch the vlog. It's on a hiatus right now. Make sure you guys go to YouTube, subscribe to them, and subscribe to us. YouTube.com slash elite POV, twitch.tv slash elite POV, shop elite POV. 
Shop.com for the great merchandise that we have up there already and that will be coming. And then, of course, if you enjoyed this madness, if you enjoyed the chaos, four great friends talking about what they love, which is professional wrestling, and you could support us, any amount matters, any amount helps. Patreon.com slash Elite POV and help us give back to the wrestling community and do some positive things and have fun and not worry about popping a rating or clickbaiting <laughs> or any of these stupid ass things that happens yeah. or making fun of wrestling fans like Kimmy who wear a fucking Monday Night Raw shirt on an oh AEW show. You Kimmy. said I Shame. didn't have to change. Shame. You're right. a hypocritical person. <laughs> so thank you guys Hold up, Phil. for listening to another episode. Oh, yeah, Kyle, ahead. say it. What, no, Kyle? Go <laughs> no, it's okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say, make sure, if I didn't mention already, follow Sammy Guevara on uh, yeah. On, on yeah, please. Yeah. Don't get me beat up, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Elite POV. And remember, you don't need a hat to wear a cowboy because I forgot what MGF's line is and I didn't want to butcher it. Thank you. All right. I can't Bye. forget it. I can't, I can't remember either. I'm so better than you when you know it or fuck something. You, I don't know. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> fuck you. Thank you. Bye. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Nice work, everyone. Short broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it.